In today's show, I am talking to vacation rental marketing consultant Jody Bourne for the third part in our Building an Email List series. So in part one, we talked about uh, creating a lead magnet. In part two, we talked about creating the content on your site. And today we're going to talk about how you put all this together and make it into an automated sequence so you can just sit back and let it happen. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and as ever, I am super delighted to be back with you once again. Well, as the weeks are clicking down to me leaving for my winter summer in Alabama, it's always a pleasure talking to Jodie Bourne because she will tell me what the weather is like down south. And today she, <laughs> she told me that, well, we had to turn her air conditioning off so that the podcast sound would be really, really great. And here I am sitting looking outside at a hard frost. So, you know, that three weeks before I, I get down south, you know, can't come soon enough. So welcome, Jodie. Thank you as ever for telling me how lovely it is in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for me. I'm like, it's so hot. I'm miserable. <laughs> but it's a yes, it's a sunny 89 degrees today. And we have our air conditioner on still after a, a summer of extremely high uh, bills. We had, I think, 90 days, maybe. I don't remember a whole bunch of days over 100 degrees this year. So it's been a hot one. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I talk about the weather all the time. And you know, we, we do have it in really nicely here because it we have these four seasons and we've just had the most glorious three weeks of, of fall with, with the colours, which are just magnificent. I went out with Mike and the girls and the dogs yesterday and we went round a lake and I've never seen colour like it. It was just phenomenal. So I should never complain about our weather because I, I'm, I'm not sure I could cope with that many days of been hot over and we don't get a fall really yeah. i mean a little bit of a fall but not too much of one yeah. um hopefully we won't get a winter like we had a couple of years ago that was misery <laughs> but um yeah we i shouldn't complain either i mean the 100 degree days are a little bit much but then in the winter time you know typically we don't get below freezing more than maybe five or six days yeah so it works out Oh, yes, it'll all work out, and I, sh- I shall. And I shall enjoy. I shall enjoy some balmy weather down in uh, down in Alabama for Christmas. So, in in the meantime, let's get back to the topic in hand. <laughs> I'm sure, not everybody wants to listen to uh, to our weather reports. Over the last couple of months, you've been helping tell everybody about how to build an email list, and we had our part one where we talked about creating lead magnets which is super exciting because next week and if anybody's listening on this day of publication of this uh, podcast Jody and I will be in Miami in a week's time and we will be delivering our wonderful presentation on 
lead magnets and how to do it. And it's a, in fact, it's not a presentation; it's a workshop. It's very, very action involved. So if anybody is out there and is thinking about what what shall I do next week on the 18th and 19th of October, well, you should be in Miami at the Book Direct show <laughs> because that's where we will be. Yes. Yeah. So, so that first part is what we're going to be talking about at the Book Direct show. And then the second part, we talked about creating content. And that's the content that goes onto your website or the content that you deliver after you've got that email address. So you keep posting out to that list to keep them, uh, to keep them on board. So today, we're going to address a question that I've had a lot, which is, okay, it's all very well and good talking about lead magnets and talking about the content, I can do that. But how do we get it to people? So this is a how-to episode. And Jodie's going to explain, I hope, (laughs) (laughs) how you actually, you know, get people, technically get people to come and download that lead magnet. And once you have their email address, how do you keep them interested with all this automated stuff? Over to you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I just realized it's kind of hard to explain without, um, I'm so used to when I do this, I usually have a video so I can show people. But so I'm going to try my best to explain and there's going to be vocabulary words. So everyone should have a pen at hand (laughs) to, (laughs) to take down the vocabulary words. So what it's called, it's it's actually called a funnel, a lead funnel. And a lead funnel basically takes people, if you can imagine a funnel in your head, takes people from finding your offer, your lead magnet, and then deciding if it's the thing for them that they want. They do that on a landing page, which is something you will have to create, a landing page. And I'm going to go through the steps on that. And then the next step in the series is getting the offer. So the automation, the next step in an automated series is getting the offer in their email inbox. And a lot of times you want to present it to them in the next step of the automation. And then you want to send out automated messaging after that. And so the first step, as I mentioned, is the landing page. You have to have a page either on your site or off your site that's part of your site. So from the user perspective, they don't know that it's not on your website. One thing about having a landing page is you can do this even if you don't have a website. And so this is why I say, even if you're out there, you don't have your website set up yet, but you're thinking about booking direct, you're wanting to start getting these leads, then you can build a landing page and have people download your lead magnet and get on your newsletter list and then make an announcement as to when you're ready to start booking direct. And you can even market, you know, I have clients that don't book direct and market their Airbnb or their VRBO links through their email newsletter. So this doesn't necessarily have to be just for people who are booking direct. It's any, anybody that wants to build their leads. So the first step is creating a landing page. Okay, so I'm going to follow up on on each of these um, with a little bit of how I see it and you can feed back to me as to make sure I've I've actually got it. So let's say somebody posts on Instagram 
and says, I have a guide to my local area, you can download the guide to my local area and you click on that link. The landing page is what will appear on your screen next after you click that link. Am I right? Kind of, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) So the only reason that is not accurate is because I also believe you should have an Instagram landing page. So a lot of people, when they go to Instagram, Instagram gives you one opportunity to have a link And a lot of people link that to your main website. You actually should have what's called an Instagram landing page. And there's lots of free places you can get that. And that Instagram landing page has a series of links on it. So it's kind of an easy way to tell people from Instagram, go to my my Instagram link. It's called a link in bio is what that's kind of technically called. And then they will see a big button that says download my guide to. But that on an Instagram landing page or a mobile landing page, that's not should not be your only button. If you want to see that in action, you can go to my Instagram account and you'll see on my link. It's okay. hey Jody Bourne. You'll see my link. I'll make sure I'll put that at the on the show notes. Yes, because then they can really see this entire process, how it works. Yeah. So then, yes, you go to, you click the link to go to a page, and that is the page. Okay, so so I'm going to, so let's say you're on Twitter, because I'm not sure there's a Twitter landing page. Twitter's a perfect example. (laughs) (laughs) So let's say I've said on Twitter, I'm on Twitter, I've got a lot of followers in my local area, because that's how I've built up my followers Mm -hmm. on Twitter, and and I post on there. Go to this link. <laughs> yes. So 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 that would then go back to either a, a landing page or a page on your website, because landing yes. landing page simply means the page where you land after mm-hmm. you click that link. Yes, that's exactly right. So you would with Twitter, you can use direct links within your tweets. So yes, you can give mm-hmm. them a direct link to the landing page. And I want to say something here, why it's important to have a landing page. A lot of people just put this call to action in a pop-up on their main website, or they'll put it in the footer button of their website. The reason you want a landing page specifically is because you can then, you capture their immediate attention. They're not fighting with other content. They're not looking for it on some part of your website. They go immediately to this big page that says, hey, here's the thing. Do you want it? (laughs) And so that, you know, it takes away all those distractions. Okay, so that's the sort of theory. How is this practical? How do you actually do this? Well, there's lots of tools that you can use. If you're just getting started with email marketing, there's two relatively inexpensive or even free tools that you can use. One is MailChimp, which most people are very familiar with the name at least. And the other is ConvertKit. Now there are other ones. These are the two that I use and recommend for a variety of reasons. And then if you have a bigger company, if you're a property management company and you are looking at the long term, you may want to invest in something a little bit more robust. So because you're not only going to have guests who are coming potential 
potentially email marketing too, but you may want to do email marketing for your owners, for owner acquisition. Mm -hmm. And so this is not only owner acquisition, but owner knowledge. You can send out, you know, updates and things. So there's other tools. There's Active Campaign, which I think is is what you said you use, Mm -hmm. um, Heather, or your company used. There's HubSpot. A lot of people use HubSpot. And then there's one called Keep, uh, which is very robust, probably more than anyone needs. But it is uh, used to be called Infusionsoft, and it's one of the leaders in CRMs. So you choose your CRM, your automation service. It's the next step. And with MailChimp, they have a free landing page generator. You just go in and you set up your account. And you go through, they have lots of great tutorials on how to set up a landing page. And once you have that landing page set up, you connect it to your automation. And your automation is is the delivery of the lead magnet itself. And does MailChimp do that as well? Does MailChimp do that automation? Yes, MailChimp does the automation. So with MailChimp, you can create the landing page there on MailChimp. Or you can create part of that automation series connects through an API connection to your website. So you could also, and most of my the websites that I built and the clients I've worked with, we actually set it up on their website through this API connection. If you're managing your own WordPress site, it might be a little bit that might be a little bit of a difficult step for you, um, unless you have somebody that you work with on your website, but. So it might be best to just use what MailChimp provides um, mm-hmm. for free to do that. Yeah, yeah, because you've you've just you did say you were going to talk about vocabulary or going to use vocabulary that we may not be uh, familiar with. API is something that you know you you hear a lot, and I've never really one hundred percent understood <laughs> what it's about. <laughs> well, what a well. Real quick, what an API is, is it basically means that the software has opened up their software. It's called maybe open source with other companies who have software so they can connect internally and provide a better service all around because it gives people the ability to connect multiple tools and, and pieces of thing, of things together. That's my very limited understanding of what it means, but I'm pretty sure that yeah. that's correct. Yes, it, it's that piece that, that allows you to connect something like your digital guest guide with your property management system so right. that your digital guest guide can go out to the guest that's coming in next week. So that the API exactly. connection is so that the property management system will tell your guest guide that Mr. X is coming in next week and automatically sends out the guest guide. Exactly. And, and it, it's actually whoever created the process of doing that because used to be well before everything was you had to figure out how to build it out yourself with a developer and, of course, was extremely expensive. So now that that's helpful, but it's not. So once you connect have connected your MailChimp, if you're going to choose to connect it with your WordPress site or with your, um, uh, I believe Wix allows you, has API connection. Uh, if you're using Logify or OwnerRes or one of their platforms, I don't know that they connect with an API connection with MailChimp. I don't know of any that do. 
However, that's when you would use MailChimp or ConvertKit's own landing page generator. So once you've created that landing page, the next step is the automation setup is how do you get the thing to them? A lot of people want to put it on their website, but I highly recommend that you use a distribution service like Google Drive, a cloud-based service. Google Drive is the one that I love and recommend. Here's the reason, my number one reason to use Google Drive or a cloud service is, so another cloud service would be like Dropbox. When you create a guide, and let's say every year you want to update that guide with a new piece of information, or you want, you know, restaurants closed, and you want to change them, or whatever it is. When you have it on your website and people have a direct link to your website, then that link is floating around everywhere. And you can't update that link. That link is is always going to be mm-hmm. that particular guide. However, if you use Google Drive, you can keep the same link, upload the new document, and so that document never changes. So, I mean, that document changes as you update it. So that is a very important thing. You want to make sure that the links that you share are always going to that particular document, especially if you feel like this is something you're going to be adding to very Mm -hmm. often. There's other ways around that. There's, you know, different ways you can create like a bit.ly link and then you can change out the bit.ly link. I feel like I'm throwing all these terms out there that people are going to go, ah. well, well, I can, I can explain a bitly link okay. ju- just from using Twitter that a, it, yes. it's just a shortener. Basically it's, it, it abbreviates a long URL and abbreviates it to a much smaller link that actually takes, That's- I mean, I know it from Twitter cause it takes up less characters and you all, you know, you, if you want to use, I remember when Twitter was, I don't know, 240 characters. No, it was 130. 130 characters, yes. That's all you could use. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, if you had a long URL, that would that could take up most of your characters. So that's that's where that bit.ly link sort of really came in super helpful. So I, I think that's what it is. That is what it is, but you can also create a bit.ly link that you can change and update the actual right. longer URL on yeah. it. Um, you may have to have a pro bit.ly account for that. I'm not familiar. I don't use bit.ly. I use another service for that, but I'm pretty sure if you do have to create a pro account, it's very inexpensive, like maybe, you know, $20 a year or something like that. Okay. So, so let's say you have created your lead magnet on Canva Mm-hmm. So, so you're saying just st- this is where you store it, and so you store it on Google Drive or you store it on Dropbox, and that's where your service, such as Mailchimp, is going to collect from. So, no, Mailchimp will collect from the people who land on the landing page, right, and put in their email address. Okay. Then the next step is, and it's just an automated step. You will have a what's called a thank you page or a delivery page where that link is housed and so when you're setting up your landing page on MailChimp it will prompt you or ConvertKit it will prompt you the next step is to create your delivery page and so you want that to be an actual page in the process 
for a couple of different reasons, but one is because you remember you want to direct them to what else you have available. Mm -hmm. So you don't want them to think, oh, this is, I'm just going to get, you know, if you, so a lot of people will directly link to the document that they have just, you know, shared, but you really want this to be an opportunity for someone to see that you have vacation rentals Mm -hmm. or that you have a property management service. So you link it to another page, and on that second page, that thank you page, is where you would put a little bit more information, and you would say something like, thanks so much for your interest in my guide. Here's a reminder, if you want to book a property in such and such, here's another link, and you link them to your property search page or something like that. And it's just a subtle reminder to them as to, you know, why you want, I mean, why are you out there giving them free stuff? Oh, yeah, it's because they want to sell me something. And, you know, it's not a hard push or anything like that. It's just a little reminder. Hey, by the way, while you're here, you mm-hmm. can get my guide, but you can also check out my vacation rentals. That, that is perfect. That was so well explained. So we have the landing page and then we have another page, which is the delivery page. Yes, so, exactly. so the landing page, you get on there, you click the button that says, I'm giving you my email address. And then that takes you to the delivery page, which says, hey, thank you. Exactly. Okay, exactly. I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> and again, that's part of the automation. So that never, you know, once you set it up, it's running and, yeah. and you don't really have to do anything. Then the second part of the automation is you're also going to deliver that product, that um, free download or free whatever it is, through email. And the reason for that is, is you want them to see your email address. You want them to see it come through and you want them to open it because once they open an email from you, then the email gods, <laughs> the, 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 the thing in the background that controls the email is more likely to see that email as not spam or and to show it in your email in, in that person's email list. So, um, so that's an also very crucial is to send that welcome email right away and your email open rates will go up because people, op- ha- they kind of are forced to open this because it has the guide. And that email is the first email that you want to start building your connection with the guest um, or potential guest mm-hmm. because... So that, again, is another mistake I see a lot is they just email a little, oh, hey, here's your guide, and that's it. And this is where you connect. And I always recommend to people when that very first email to ask them a question that they need to respond by email to answer. And the reason you do that, again, is because you're starting to build a relationship with them. And so if you can ask them a question that they need to respond to, such as, why are you visiting such and such place? Or when are you planning your trip? Or is there anything else I can help you plan? You know, anything that will get them to respond to you is a great way to start building that relationship. You know, as an owner, if you're a property management company, it might be something like, you know, how many properties do you own? Or is this your first property? Just anything that starts to generate a relationship. And I'll just 
telling a little story here and uh, sort of being really open and transparent that for, for a number of years within our property management company, we would send out information in you know when we got an email address and we'd send out the information and it might have been a you know a guide to setting up your property and then we didn't send anything else nothing that's very common yeah and that's it you 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 put it out you've got their email address and then we just never did anything with it you determine that you are going to follow up but you know life happens and business happens and it doesn't um, which is why the automation is so important right that's exactly right. And people ask how many emails should be in that automation. And I would suggest three to five over the course of two weeks. You can, you know, move them through if you have multiple properties um, and you can kind of give them a taste of what's to come in an email. If you do use an email newsletter, you want to create touch points with your guests, with your future guests and prospects. Another thing that you could set up, this is kind of secondary to the lead magnet process, is you could set up an automation system for previous guests. So you can add a tag. So a tag is something that you add in MailChimp or your CRM that basically it how do I describe a tag? So a tag is something that attaches to the contact, um, the contact's name, and it puts them through the specific automation. So they may be tagged as website lead. That's how I tag my people that subscribe to one of my lead magnets. All of them are tagged as website lead. So you can tag them as that, but then you can also tag them as previous guest. You can create, and that's why you might want to get a little bit more robust or get start paying for the, the higher plans, because you can create these tags. And if you think about it, you can segment your users and create automations based on any number and variety of commonalities that you can tag. So for instance, let's say you want to tag all of your guests who come in November and December, if you're in the U.S., as holidays. And then every year, you can create have an, create an automated series of emails that go out to people who are interested in booking in during the holidays. So that is very advanced. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, especially if you have more than say one or two properties and you are proactively marketing your properties with property managers this is such a great way to stay in front of guests previous guests and the people who have downloaded your guide it's really email mark people say email marketing is dead or it doesn't work for them the only reason it doesn't work for them is because they're not doing it right mm -hmm. and i hate to be so blunt about that but I mean, it is, it is still email marketing and now even SMS marketing, phone marketing, is, which is the same concept of setting up automations. They work so well when they are done correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not an easy concept. And it's taken me years to, to really get my head around it. And certainly to get my head around the fact that I didn't have to put all these little things in places manually. 
Right. That these services such as MailChimp, ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign do it all for you. You've just got to fill in the fields and... And in That's fact, right. so, so, some of them, certainly with Active Campaign and with HubSpot, well, yeah, certainly if you pay for HubSpot, which is pretty expensive, like Keep. Yes. But Active Campaign, I mean, you, you, you pay for however many leads yes. you have. Right. And so, right. so it, it, it can get super expensive. Or it can be relatively inexpensive, you know, compared yeah. to the time you would take to do it yourself. Exactly. And, and they will give you tutorials. They'll give you demos. They will be super helpful because all, the, all these companies are competitive and mm -hmm. they want your business. So they'll give you as much help as they can because they expect that when you're doing this, your business will grow. And in right. growing your business, you'll go to their next plan and their next plan. So they have a vested interest in helping you really learn the software and that's that's all it yes. is, is is software that you can learn that then does it all for you that's right i um actually started with infusionsoft with a, a guy that i worked for years ago a digital marketing company and they paid for us to go to this conference in austin to learn how to use infusionsoft because the company i worked for that's what we did was we helped people set up their email automation systems. So I mean, we were at this big, huge, nice, fancy hotel for four days, and they did this entire presentation every day and workshops, and it was wonderful. I got to see Damon John speak, which <laughs> that was pretty cool. So um, yes, they have webinars and workshops, and, and there's all sorts of help you can find on YouTube. I have a couple of blog posts about email marketing that kind of goes into a, a little bit more. So there's a lot you can find out. And, you know, it's like every other kind of marketing that you do. If you just start with one small step, you know, maybe this month your goal is to just get your landing page and your, you know, you've gotten your lead magnet set up. That was your goal last month, if you listen yeah. to it, was setting up that lead magnet. But this month your goal is just to set up that landing page and that first email, you know, that just says, hey, thanks so much for downloading. Here's our guide. Here's our vacation rentals. Here's a review about how wonderful we are. And then, you know, maybe in December or January, your next goal is to set up two or three more emails in the system or to start sending the, your monthly newsletter, which I highly encourage you to do. You want people to get used to seeing your email address in their inbox. Yeah, and, and I think that it, it can be difficult. Just set, when, when you start thinking about these automated emails, what, what do I say? Do, mm -hmm. Does it have to be an essay? Well, of course, it, it does not. I, I signed up for a, an iPhone video course, and mm -hmm. I downloaded their lead magnet, because you know I do this a lot, and, mm -hmm. and then I signed up for the course, and it was, it was a pretty good course. And every week, they sent me a, an, an email which was because it was a six-week course, so every every week I got an email that mm -hmm. uh, that backed up this this course, and I opened every single one of them, except one which I have saved to look at later. So th this is the other thing, you know, Jody. I went into my I said this in in one of my newsletters the other week. You know, you go into your inbox each morning, and I just do a bulk delete of everything mm -hmm. that's coming overnight mm -hmm. because we get a ton of 
rubbish coming in. Mm-hmm. And there are some I go through and I recognize, well, this is, this is really interesting stuff. I know because I read the last one and I want to mm-hmm. read this one. And I leave that for reading later and I do read it later. So I think mm-hmm. that's, that is something maybe we can add as a bonus to this. How do you get people to open those emails? Oh, yeah, that is, um, and it's all about the subject lines and, and letting them know that you are providing them with good content. People love to travel. It is fun to travel as, you know, tourism operators. You should all know that people love to travel. And if you can encourage that love of travel just by providing excellent content in an email newsletter, then they're going to want to open it. I subscribe to, um, you know, multiple different travel newsletters. The reason is, is because it gives me ideas on content that my clients can share. And there's so many different things. If you're dog friendly, there's so many things that you can share about pets and managing pets on vacation. You know, there's every place that you want to travel to for the most part. I mean, I know a lot of a lot of people have business and and that kind of thing, business travel. But if you are in a vacation destination, just open your mind to everything that somebody who is interested in your destination might want to learn about, see, to help them plan, but not only to inspire them. You know, I, I um, have kind of these um, guides to the kind of content you create, and a lot of your content should be what I call FOMO content, which is fear of missing out content. What, you know, the images and the stories and the and the events and the things that are coming up that like right now in the fall season, it's photos of the maple trees turning colors. And, you know, maybe it's the, the Christmas events that are coming up in, in your area. All of those things build anticipation of their experience. And when you are providing that content, then they want to open the next newsletter that comes out. Yeah, I I subscribe to. I don't know if you've come across Anne Handley. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she, I haven't. She she's a content creator, and I think I'll I'll put a I'll put a link to her website because she, she I think she's called Marketing Profs. So it's it's content marketing that she mm-hmm. she talks about, and I open her newsletter every single. I think she does it two weekly every fortnight fortnight mm-hmm. every two weeks. I will open that e- newsletter because it has a subject line that grabs me. I mean, this it's like it's like she she reads my mind. So this week it mm-hmm. was, are you procrastinating on your next project? I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm opening this one, and and the newsletter is full of absolutely interesting stuff. So you've got to have those two things. You've got to have the the subject line that gets them to open it, and then you've got to have the interesting stuff that when you open it is in there because you, yes, you can't have a two liner saying oh go to my website and rent oh. rent a property <laughs> right or november newsletter yes which click, I see click a lot. here <laughs> yes there is several different types of headlines or subject lines that you can use and one of the most commonly opened is called a curiosity driven headline um, and I use that a lot for not only my own marketing, but when I'm working with clients, um, something like, you know, you're not going to believe what's happening now or can't wait to show you this. 
anything that, and when people are reading that can't wait to show me what, 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 what. So anything that kind of is a, and you could call it clickbait, but it's not really if you're providing the content mm-hmm. behind it to back it up. But, you know, you want to provide them with some kind of curiosity. Um, another really good headline type to use is when the clock is ticking kind of um, mm-hmm. headline or subject line. So like um, only three left. Well, only three what? Maybe that's I have three weekends left in, in the summer. Yeah. Whatever, you know, anything that can build and build them anxiety, a little anxiety around what do you mean only three? That kind of thing is also a good subject line to use for sales emails. That's from a psychologist's perspective. That is so interesting. That that time related stuff. You see it on Amazon. Only one left. Well, I've got to have that yes. one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it is. I need it. If everybody else has to have it, then I've got to have one too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly right. Yeah, this stuff works. So, is there anything else we yeah, need to know a- technically? Yes, there's a million things you should know technically. <laughs> there's you know segmenting and all of these different things. It's a never-ending journey of knowledge and learning. Uh I think as far as the basics of what we were just speaking of, what we're just talking about, that's pretty much it, is that first step landing page, second step the thank you page or the delivery page, and then the third step is the the first email automation and then that series of emails that come, you know, a day or two apart for the next week or so. And then really once you get get in there and start kind of playing around with it. You can figure it out. You should be able to figure it out. I mean, you know, it, it is technical. Uh-huh. Um, and I know it's frustrating for a lot of people, but you can learn it. And I think before we wrap up, we should talk about unsubscribing. Ah, yes. Because, you know, everywhere has its own rules, but you can't just take an email address and keep it forever and continue to email to people until you know, until your website forever forever until your website dies <laughs> right well and that's a good point and you're right every every different area some states like california is stricter than texas canada is stricter than the u.s europe is stricter than even canada i believe mm. so um there are definitely rules that you should pay attention to what is the gdr <laughs> i forgot that but um, yeah. in Europe, you actually have to get permission from them to explicit permission to send marketing communications, even if they download your free thing. You have to, and then in and Mailchimp will guide you through that process to to set up where they not only say yes, I want the thing, but also yes, I want more email content, and that's kind of hard. I have a lot of people that unsubscribe as soon as they sign up for my lead magnet because they don't know that they want more of my wonderful content. Yeah. So that is definitely the case. You should know these things. A lot of people assume that you can actively market to your guests and you can't you should put that in your lease agreement and on your website you should have a privacy page on your website that says i'm going to market to you if you do business with me or you know if you um and i always recommend in when you move your list of of guests when you move that list of guests to your email marketing platform to continue marketing to previous guests the very first email you send should be an automated email that says, 
Hey, thanks for staying. You're now subscribed to my newsletter list. If you want to unsubscribe, please do so now. Or please, you know, you can do that here. And the reason is, is you do not ever want anybody to mark you as spam to their email, email provider. And it's a really easy click to like in, in Gmail. If you're emailing somebody in Gmail, they can just click really easy to mark it as spam. And then that goes back to MailChimp. And if MailChimp gets too many people that are marking your email as spam, they'll stop sending it because they don't want to get in trouble. So they'll tell you, sorry, your account is closed. because. And I have had people that that has happened, have happened to. I had a, a lady who sent 10,000 emails her first time. And like 60% of them either marked her as spam or were not good email addresses any any longer. And she lost her account overnight. Mm -hmm. So you definitely need to be careful about who you're emailing and that you have permission to email them. And I think I think that takes us to the sort of quality over quantity yes. issue. That saying, oh, I've got 5,000 people on my email list, as opposed to I've got 500 people on my email list, if those 500 people open every single one of your emails and devour your newsletter content, that is a far more valuable list than your 5,000. Am I correct that, in that? <laughs> that's definitely true. And in fact, you should do a yearly scrub. A scrub means where you um, and, and MailChimp and all of these services have a, a process where you can basically stop sending to the people who don't open your email anymore. You can send them an, an email that says, hey, I'm about to delete you if you don't open my next email. But because you don't want to do that, um, I'll tell you a quick story about that in a sec. But uh, you do want to you want to get rid of those people. Like, you know, just like you said, if you have 500 people who love you and that is so much better than 18,000 who could, yeah, who I don't even know who that is anymore. Who just delete you um, every morning. <laughs> They just delete you every morning or they, you know, like they send you to a filter through a filter. They don't even see it anymore. Gmail yeah. is, and, and they're so easy to just set up a filter and it goes straight to your spam or your, you know, trash. You and you and I both know Shireen with My Star VR. She was on my email newsletter list. She's such a huge fan of yours. The very first time you and I had a conversation um, on the podcast was in like 2018 and she joined my newsletter list and, you know, got communications from me and opened every single one. Well, then she stopped opening for a while. And so she, the next round that I did where I scrubbed my list of people who hadn't opened in a while, the first email that I sent out said, you know, hey, you haven't opened this in a while. Do you still want this? That's what you kind of send. And she replied back and said, yes, I want this. I'm sorry I haven't opened. I want this. So four years, 18, 19, 20, no, three years after she first subscribed to my newsletter list was when she did business with me. Mm -hmm. So all of that time, she opened my content, she read, she learned, she followed me on social media. It took that long for her to do business with me. So that can happen to you too. And I want everybody to realize that it's not just a, they're going to click, they're going to get my lead magnet, then they're going to book it can often take a year or more for them to finally be ready 
you know, to 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 buy your thing, to book you with you, to say I'm fed up with Airbnb, I want somebody to manage my properties, whatever it is. So, you know, it's really important that those touch points go, you know, the more you're touching them with your content and your your value, then the more likely they are to either do business with you or to forward your email to a friend who wants to do business with you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have a similar story going to Costa Rica and I followed the guy who who had some accommodation in Costa Rica for three years before I actually went and booked that accommodation. But he was sending out and I I found him when I was looking for just information on Costa Rica itself, not looking for accommodation, but I found all his information and and I got the occasional newsletter telling me about monkeys or toucans or kayak trips and and that fed my desire to go to this place and then when I eventually decided I was actually going to do it I stayed at his place because mm-hmm. he was the one I knew and trusted right because he had been I mean that is just the classic example of how it works. It, yeah. it, that's exactly how it works. And if you were actively involved in social media, you probably would have followed him on social mm-hmm. media too um, if he had shared that information with you. And that just rounds out all of those touch points when they're seeing you on Instagram and then they see you in their email inbox and then they see you on a Facebook post. Then you're constantly reminding them, this is a an awesome place you need to be coming visiting and we're here when you're ready yeah i know and i think so i think i think quite often in our position as as operators of travel companies we're we're looking for you know somebody's going to book for thanksgiving or somebody's going to book for christmas or even next summer but we forget that we could be helping people make a decision in a couple of years time and they're going to come back and and go for what they've what they are comfortable with and the person yeah. that, that's been feeding them with information over all that time so yep. the more expensive the, the more expensive your property the longer that lead time is yeah exactly so, exactly yeah oh jody you've uh, once again over delivered <laughs> as ever <laughs> and and you are going to be hearing more from us about this. You're going to hear a little about about uh, the course that Jody and I are putting together at the moment, which is a very comprehensive course on how to do everything from marketing, from starting a property management company to the guest experience and everything in between. Mm-hmm. I think listening to, to Jody over this, this period, you, you know that Jody is absolutely 100% an over-deliverer. And, <laughs> she, and, I know, and I know that's exactly what she's doing in this course. So, you know, you will be hearing from us soon. If you're on our list for the beta program, you are hearing from us this week. This week, including the day this is published. So yes, you will be hearing from us this week. I'm not going to be saying it's coming. It's coming. It is actually here. So if you're not on that list, you can get on it by, uh, by going to the show notes and, uh, and there will be a link to the course that we're producing on the show notes, or you can email either one of us directly. Or you can go to my Instagram page. I have a link to the to the landing page for the waiting list on my Instagram link. Okay. Well, we'll have that on the on the show notes as well, and then you can you can of course email me directly at heather at cottageblogger dot com. So, Jody, we'll be. I'll be seeing you next week. Super Yay. excited. 
I am too. I am too. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that we got this opportunity to help people. I've had we I've had so many people email me because of this series and you know ask questions and thank me and I know you've had the same thing and for kind of dispelling the myths and helping people figure this out and so if you're listening to episode three and you didn't listen to one or two you need to go back and listen to those so it's kind of all this package of information yeah and both one and two um I'll put the links to those on the show notes too so you can just go to vacationrentalformula.com and just go to podcasts and you'll see the information on that one. Okay, I'm running out of voice now. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, bye. Thank you. I'll see you next week. Okay. Thank you so much, Jody. My goodness, that is over delivery. And we're just mentioning after we signed off there that these three episodes that we've done, that uh, that Jody has shared all this information and it is like a masterclass in building an email list. So if you haven't listened to parts one and two, then definitely go back and take some time, listen to all three, and then let us know, you know, let us know if you've created a lead magnet, let us know what content you've put on your website so that when people come to it after they've downloaded your lead magnet and they see all your other stuff let's see what you've got and if you've got any questions of course about setting all this up then let us know as well but certainly Jody mentioned a lot of things in this session a lot of companies such as MailChimp and ConvertKit and ActiveCampaign and then she talked about whatever she whatever else we talked about, Google Drive, we talked about GDPR compliance, all these things will be on the show notes. So make sure you go over there and take a look. Okay, I am I am done for now. I'm super, super excited because from next week, for the next 10 weeks, we will be sponsored by Hostfully. And yeah, greatly excited about that because each week for the next 10 weeks, we'll be including a short two to three minute interview with David Jacoby of Hostfully. And he'll be answering some of my questions about the platform and about why you should be taking a very, very serious look at Hostfully if you're looking for new property management software or a guest guide or anything else that Hostfully produces, which is amazing. So I am so looking forward to this upcoming season of sponsorship by Hostfully, which you will be seeing next week. So on that note, I am ending today and uh, going out to enjoy the last of the fall sunshine and the leaves because of course it doesn't last forever and the leaves are starting to uh, fly off the trees now. It actually snowed uh, the day before yesterday. We just had a little flurry of snow which just underpinned my reasons for leaving to head south in the next couple of weeks. So for now, thank you so much for for joining me and I hope you'll listen again next week. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you and I look forward to being with you again next week.